This is Stacy Marshall with Printwear Magazine. Matt Vassallo with TheRidingStoneWorld.com. Richard Greaves with ScreenMaking.com. Brian Walker with RTP Apparel. This is Peter Walsh with m and and you're listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. 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 Hosted by Terry Combs. Terry Combs. Terry Combs. And Aaron Montgomery. Aaron Montgomery. Aaron Montgomery. Keep on listening. I don't know if these guys are that regular. <laughs> a great way to start the year. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome to the show. It is Friday, January 7th, 2022. First time I've said that. <laughs> I'm Terry Combs, and you can find me at terrycombs.com. And I'm Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me over at oursuccessgroup.com. Uh, Terry, today is our annual show. Like I said, Happy New Year to everybody. And, uh, we do this at the start of almost every year and uh, 10 things that uh, Terry and I would like to see in the coming years. Kind of, I don't know if it's crystal ball necessarily, Terry, but more maybe wishes, hopes, dreams, uh, some yeah. things like that. You know, just kind of saying, hey, this is what we thought of, you know, things in the past. And, and here's some things that we'd love to see happen. And, you know, some things are things where we're maybe calling out ourselves. Let's do more of that. Some things are maybe uh, a little bit more calling out other folks. Say, hey, let's step up in these areas. So Yeah, and a little, little feet to the fire. We will, as always, review our 10 things from last year and see if uh, they actually uh, transpired. <laughs> yeah, see how they did. So looking forward to getting into that, Terry, here in just a moment. But to just i mean let's dive right into this here in just a second here because we've got uh, two amazing gentlemen with us here that are going to help uh clear the air and and just let us know what's going on uh the excitement is building but uh there's also been some some rumors that we need to dispel so uh in just one moment here we're going to have Jamar and Russ who are from Impressions Expo and Impressions Magazine and uh, they're going to talk to us about what's going on in Long Beach and beyond. So, uh, Terry, should we just go ahead and dive right into that? I think we should. That's uh, I know a lot of people are tuning in just for this information. I just got done with a meeting uh, with Equipment Zone, and and it was all a buzz about, hey, did you hear this rumor? Did you hear that rumor? <laughs> so <laughs> so I said, you guys need to tune in to two regular guys today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quit spreading the rumors. Just come get it from the source right here. So, uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and welcome them in Terry and and uh, let's let's see what's happening here for Impressions Expo. So Eric, if you can bring those fine gentlemen in. Hello Russ and Jamar, thank you guys so much for being here with us today. Thank you. Happy to Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Hey Russ, you're the new show director. Uh, and as we said uh, uh, before we came on the air, uh, you're the new captain of the ship. But, uh, hey, we're steering into a hurricane. Good luck. See ya. <laughs> but uh, let, yeah, let's cut to the chase. So where are we with the Long Beach show right now? Exhibitors, attendees, the city of Long Beach. Yes, we, we are moving forward with the event right now. Um, just to put that rumor to rest, we, we are definitely going to have the event. We are so excited to bring the market uh, back together after two years. You know, I know it's been a it's been a really long time yeah. um, and, and there's a good buzz. I know there's pent up demands. So we are just thrilled to be headed towards Long Beach in uh, in just two short weeks. All right. Headed towards Long Beach. I, I think that's uh pretty amazing to hear and so get get that rumor out of the way right away i'm glad we cleared that up Russ. Wait, that, now that 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 uh, impressions expo ship is not in line at long beach right behind all those other uh... <laughs> <laughs> no 
No, because if not. you could pull if you could pull up next to one of those boats and there's something I need off of one of them. <laughs> I'm sure take a number, right? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, that's great to hear, Russ. Thank you so much for just starting us off with that. I think we can all breathe a big sigh of relief here. Um, before we get into some of those other rumors, though, Jamar, I wanted to ask you about some of the things that might be happening with the Impressions Magazine booth there at the show. So maybe start right. us off with that. Sure, sure. Um, and again, like Russ said, thanks for having us on, guys. Uh, we always uh, like to uh, share, uh, be in your presence and talk to the audience directly. So thank you guys for having us. Um, so yeah, at Impressions Expo this year, uh, we're really excited, like Russ said, to uh, to get back in front of our community. It's been a long time. Uh, we saw people in uh, Atlantic City last year and in Fort Worth, and those were great shows. And mm -hmm. of course, everybody knows Long Beach is an event like no other. So uh, it's always good for us to be able to come out to the West Coast and, and engage that community and get together and have, you know, three days of really solid education and networking. So we're really looking forward to that. Um, so in terms of what's happening at the Impressions booth, we have a couple of new awards that we're uh, giving out this year, uh, some programs and some, some things that we think that people really like and appreciate and some things that we want to try to gain momentum with uh, going forward. Uh, one of those things is uh, what we call the Impressions Community, Ser Community Service Award. Uh, so this is something that we came up with uh, because we, we've heard countless stories over the past, you know, two years, ever since, you know, the, the COVID-19 pandemic hit about decorators who really focused on paying it forward, uh, you know, not only in their communities, but with efforts that uh, have had, you know, an industry-wide and even, you know, nationwide um, impact. And so we really want to recognize that we did a call for entries um, for people that wanted to nominate some some decorators and people in this community who have really, really just focused on uh, doing goodwill and serving their communities, whether it's local on a local scale or on a national scale. And so we've heard countless stories of people that have uh, uh, focused on philanthropy and humanitarianism and things like that. So we really thought it was important to recognize someone that's really made an impact. So uh, we're going to be giving out that award at, uh, or announcing that award, I'm sorry, at nice. Impressions Expo in Long Beach. We also have something we call the Impressions Lifetime Achievement Award. And so this was a way for us to honor a decorator who's achieved uh, apparel decorating excellence as shown in our previous Impressions Awards. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to pull off the Impressions Awards for the past couple of years just because of the pandemic and, yep. and how much of an impact this made on, on our decorating community. And so we, we didn't really think the timing was appropriate to say, hey, run some presses and, and, and decorate some shirts and submit them for an awards competition, especially when we weren't having shows and we weren't going to be able to do judging or anything like that. So kind of in place of that, what we decided to do was let's let's honor someone that's, you know, the Impressions Awards competition has been around for 40 years. It's a really prestigious award and a prestigious competition. And I have to give thanks to our, our previous teams, previous leaders who really kind of uh, established that awards competition because they made it what it is today and and they they made the brand the, the name as prestigious as it is today so our goal with this impressions lifetime achievement award is to honor uh, a decorator that has you know taken home some awards from previous competitions it's kind of like a, a recognition of the best of the best yeah so uh, special thanks to all of our judges we got a panel that got together to vote on some of these uh these decorators and so we're going to be honoring a decorator uh, who, who has won previous Impressions Award and giving them a lifetime.
document. So the Impressions Community Service Awards and the Impressions Lifetime Achievement Award will both be uh, uh, named at Impressions Expo in Long Beach. And I really have to give a thanks to uh, our partners at Ink Kitchen and the judges, like I said, who really helped us pull this off because um, without them, this wouldn't be possible. So special thanks to them. And we really, really hope that people come out uh, to the Impressions booth at the show. We're gonna be doing it, I believe, on the first day of the show um, in the Ink Kitchen area, which is gonna be right near the Impressions booth. Um, it'll be a great time. Uh, so hopefully everybody comes out to, uh, to recognize those. These are very deserving individuals. That's awesome. That, wow. that's, that's super. You know, yeah. uh, Jamar, I think you have your dates wrong, though, because I remember the first Impressions Award, so that it couldn't have been 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying awesome. it was longer, Terry? <laughs> You're right, Terry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. What was I thinking, right? It's got to be 20 it was only, years. It was only, it, it, yeah, 20 years, exactly. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, those are prestigious awards and and so cool that you guys have that that new category to recognize those folks. I I, love I agree that so many people stepped up and and we really appreciate you guys recognizing those folks and and doing that for our industry. So thank you very much, Jamar. Terry, let's sure. uh how about we get into uh dispelling some other rumors. Maybe we'll kick it back over to Russ here and and uh Yeah. Because uh, not only have we heard a few that we kind of put in our notes, but I've already seen one in our uh, in our comments here section. So, Terry, do you want to start off with? with yeah, that absolutely. One uh, you guys know this already. It's going all over. Everybody's getting it in their email. The Safer at Home Health Order from City of Long Beach uh, that came out this week, and it says the hall is limited to 500 total people. What's uh, what's the deal with that? Yeah. So I, I will happily dispel this. So um, what it is, is there's not a 500 person maximum for the show. So what California considers a mega event, it it used to be anyone that was over any event over a thousand people. They've lowered the threshold down to 500 people. But being a mega event, what you have to have is are certain measures in place. A, requiring masks, which we were. B, you either need to have proof of being fully vaccinated um, two weeks prior to entry of the show, or C, uh, provide a negative COVID test. It's two days um, prior for PCR, one day rapid antigen before you arrive. Um, with those measures in place, we are able to have an event above the 500 person threshold. Okay. Perfect. Hey, and Russ, let me ask you real quick about the, the, uh, People who aren't vaxxed who are doing the test, what if they are a vendor and it's a three-day event? Do they have to retest or? No, if you show up on Wednesday for the show um, and provide your test, that covers you for five days. And that's in accordance with um, with California uh, ordinances. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that obviously, yeah, that big rumor about it, you know, being limited to 500 people was the one going around that I think was scaring a lot of people. So that's great to hear that that's not the case. And, and then, you know, the, the other part that I love about this, Russ, is that not only are you guys obviously got your arms around all this, but you're doing it safely, right? We're, we're you know, you're requiring masks, so that's uh, going to keep people safe. And then these, these tests and all the things that are required. So, um, so I guess the other thing I'd like to ask Russ is one of the big things that kind of seems to keep popping up is, um, you know, where, where are the vendors at? You know, what, what are we expecting for the show? You know, I'm not really trying to call anybody out, but I know people are excited to get back out there. I just want to make sure that you know people are going to be able to see the people that they want to see. What, Absolutely. What, yeah. yeah. 
So what, what are your thoughts on, on that, Russ? Where's, where's everybody at? I'm sure you guys have had a chance to kind of check in with your vendors and stuff like that. Um, you know, I've seen people get real excited about they're going to be there. You know, I've got an email blast, you know, come see us at the Long Beach show. So where's that stand for you guys? Yeah, we, we have a, a overwhelming support from, from a lot of folks. Um, and they're excited to get back and see their customers and, and do business, you know, and, and try to get back to, to normal, uh, as normal as we can. Um, but the support has been has been really good thus far um, from unanimously across the board from a lot of attendees uh, and exhibitors. Um, so there's a lot there's a lot of excitement, a lot of support. Um, I know that, uh, you know, we, we have other shows going on right now. Surf Expo in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. Uh, to my understanding, that show is going really well. Um, I would anticipate the same um, for exhibitors and attendees uh, in Long Beach. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I know it is a, a difficult place for a lot of vendors to kind of make these decisions. But I mean, honestly, to me, if you care about your customers, you're going to be there to support them. And, and so I'm hoping that uh, people make those good decisions going forward and, and come, come out, you know, like you guys have said, it's been, it's been a while since you've been able to have the, the Long Beach show. And, and so we need to take care of those customers over there on the West Coast. And you guys get a ton of people that come in from, from other places. It's not just a West Coast show. I, I'd say Long Beach has always been pretty much a, a national, maybe even international show to a certain extent. So um, I, I think it, you know, kind of, I just, yeah. I guess for me, I'm just kind of calling out the vendors a little bit here say, Hey, you know, I know it's going to be tough, but you know, show up, set up and, and be there for your customers. So anyhow, I'm not asking you guys anything. That's, that's on my side. You guys don't have to. Put into <laughs> <laughs> those I, 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 do, I do have a question though. Uh, this isn't a rumor, but Jamar, what, what's happening with the seminars? Uh, are the speakers going to be masked? How, how, how's that going to be handled? Yeah, so um, again, everybody that's uh, going to be in the convention center um, in an enclosed area is going to uh, be wearing masks. Uh, that is a requirement, um, as, as Russ stated. But, you know, the, the conference program is still going to go on. Uh, we still have a number of, of speakers that are committed who are delivering workshops and seminars. We have a really, really good lineup that I'm really proud of. And I think all of our uh, attendees and, and, and uh, people that have registered for seminars, and I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging people to continue to do so. Yeah. Uh, I think they're really going to be pleased with what we've got. We've got um, some really cool workshops planned. Uh, I'll just give you guys a little sample off the top of my head here. Yeah. We've got a performance fabric workshop, uh, part one and part two, that's going to be really well attended, I'm sure. Um, I know that our, our pal Eric is also going to be doing a workshop on small run patches. I think that's going to be really great. We've got some first time uh, speakers and seminars that are going to be uh, that are really you know charged up about delivering some some really cool seminar, um, uh, some content for the seminars. Uh, Gavin St. George's has a really good seminar on uh, owning a small shop, but looking and feeling like a big shop. Uh, Terry, I believe you're doing a seminar on uh, everything you hear you hear about BTG branding on the internet is wrong. You know, <laughs> I mean, we can't trust the internet sometimes, right? So we're, we're kind of <laughs> exactly. set the record straight. Uh, so, but the point is, you know, we've got some really, really good um, uh, content in these seminars and workshops. And, you know, it's not just screen printing. It's not just embroidery. We've got some really cool digital printing workshops. Everybody's talking about DTF, direct-to-film printing. And a lot of people want to know the differences between DTF and DTG. So we've got some sem a seminar on specifically DTF and DTG and uh, how those two technologies kind of work. 
and what the differences are and things like that from our friends at uh, All American Print Supply. So, like I said, really cool educational content. Uh, that That's always one of the cornerstones of our conference program is to not only have great content, but we want to keep it uh, engaging and fresh for everybody. And, and seeing as how this is the first Long Beach in a while, you know, it was really a point of emphasis to uh, bring in some great content that's going to be relevant and help people help help our decorating community as they you know try to build their businesses and 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 uh, increase their decorating decorating arsenal. So yeah. I think it's going to be wonderful. Really encourage people to come out and and check it out. Totally. I love it. In fact, uh, Jeff Fuller, a regular, says, uh, I'm excited to be there. I've been eyeing a couple of seminars and classes. Definitely a great lineup. So um, awesome. quick question from uh, from Jay Bissell here. And, and uh, Russ, uh, you, I think this may be directed for you here. Will there be rapid testing available on site at the convention center? Yes. Thank you, Jay. There, there will. It will be available for purchase um, right outside of the registration area. Um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's it's either between thirty to forty five dollars. Um, if you book it ahead of time, it might be at a discounted rate, but you are able to do that there on site awesome. as well. Yeah. Awesome, great. Thank you for clearing that up to us. Um, and then uh, Jay did say Terry is the source of DTG Truth, and he's a pretty good guy too. So <laughs> I don't know DTG if you can believe truth. everything you read on the internet, though. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it helps. I can attest to that as well. Okay. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> I can attest to that as well. <laughs> nice. Awesome. All right. Well, um, I, I guess uh, either of you guys want to jump in here, but uh, where should potential attendees watch for updates? Where, where's kind of the latest news, uh, best place to get updates from you guys? I'd say social media or our website. Um, okay. Yeah, we're, we're very communicative um, with any sort of updates that, you know, are in play. Um, so social website, check it out. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll clarify our social media and our website, not <laughs> not not anybody's social media. Don't believe it. Don't believe what you hear on the other social media. If yeah. you want the most up to date information, we do uh, social media posts across all of our platforms. And like Russ said, impressionsexpo.com. Um, and might I add, we all, always have great educational content also at impressionsmagazine.com. Uh, feel free to log on and check out all of our informative articles. We've got articles by some speakers from the conference program. Awesome. Uh, you can search for certain authors. Uh, you can browse all of our content at impressionsmagazine.com. Uh, impressionsexpo.com has the, the conference lineup as well, so you can see an updated uh, list of all of the speakers and all the educational tracks that we'll be offering in the Impressions uh, Impress You uh, conference program. All right, cool. All right, we got one one more ask of you guys before we let you get out of here. So, if people have not signed up to attend yet, they can still do so, correct? Yes, yes, yes. they can. Yep, you okay. can sign and up between now um, through the show on our website, and then you're more than welcome to come and get registered on site um, at the event. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll just uh, let people know. Just tell them the two regular guys sent you, and I'm sure you'll get some special treatment of some sort. But um, <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> awesome. You guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys clearing all this up. Yeah, the rumors were flying, and and to finally get that information, I think hopefully is going to calm everybody down, and uh, you know, just make for a great Long Beach show. I'm I'm uh, I unfortunately cannot make it personally, uh, so I've already got FOMO, and I haven't even it hasn't even started yet. But I know that uh, <laughs> this is going to be a great show. So um, Terry will have to give us the full report out there. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Today <laughs> can give a recap. There you go. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, so, guys, before I let you go, one one last thing here. Anything else that we missed? Anything else that you wanted to share before we go, Jamar? I'll start with you. Um, you know, I, I don't think so. I think uh, again, you know, just to reiterate, everybody, please come out. Uh, we're we're looking forward to holding a really really great event for for the community. Uh, we're very uh, excited about being able to get back in front of our community again, especially those people that we haven't seen in so long. Uh, it'll be a great time for, you know, networking, uh, meeting with vendors, uh, and, and of course, again, educational content, it, it'll be great. So please, please feel free to uh, go and sign up, register, and we'll see you there. Sounds great. Awesome. All right. Well, if you guys have other questions, make sure to reach out to these guys over there on social media through their website or contact us site. But Russ, anything else that uh, you want to leave people with before we let you guys get out of here? Sure. Yep. Um, just want to let everybody know uh, our activations uh, that were historically inside the arena. We've actually moved them inside of the main hall for a better overall experience for our attendees and exhibitors. So and what those activations are, it's innovation zone, uh, the shop talk area, the impressions magazine um, booth, and then the on-site learning will all be compartmentalized inside of the main hall. Um, and, and like Jamar said, we're just so excited to bring everybody back together uh, and we can do so in a safe and meaningful way for the industry. Um, and, and we really appreciate your support and we, we hope to see everybody out there with us. Awesome. And, awesome. Uh, and I'm going to piggyback a little bit. I'm sorry, guys. Um, no like Russ said, he, he mentioned the innovation zone activation. Uh, that's something that we've done in the past and, and, you know, we, we've kind of tried different iterations of it. And I think what we come, what we came up with this year is, is something that's really going to be special and educational. Uh, we've got different areas for a bunch of different digital technologies that people have questions about. Um, and we know this because people have contacted us with those questions, you know, DTF printing. What is it? Again, I talked about that with the Impress You conference program, but we've also got the innovation zone and that technology is represented there. And cool. so people will people can come in and learn about it. We'll have people there to answer questions and educate our attendees on it. You'll see machinery uh, from DTF to DTG to die sub um, to, uh, you know, sewing garments together. I mean, it's, it's going to be a really cool activation. And I think that's something that uh, uh, people will really find value in. It's gonna be uh, done uh, three times a day uh, on, on Friday and Saturday and by appointment only on Sunday. Cool. Um, so everybody please come out and take a look at that because it'll be really, really informational. And I think it'll be a really great uh, experience for people. Um, like Russ said, also we have our on-site learning program with some sessions that are right on the show floor. So if you're, you're, you're going through and you're meeting with exhibitors and you wanna sit down and take a break and still do some learning. We've got 45 minute sessions on Friday, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday that people can come in and just sit down and learn something from someone. Um, cool. All topics are, are, are going to be represented, everything from equipment financing, all the way up into uh, some embroidery topics as well, some screen printing topics. Um, so yeah, it'll, it'll, th those are some great activations that I think people really find uh, will really be interested in. Yeah, Fantastic. I love it. That sounds amazing. So awesome. Yeah. Uh, a couple quick comments from our regulators here. Marsha Derryberry says, sounds like a great show. I will be there. So there you oh, go. Awesome. Cool. And then Tammy says, looking forward to the show. Um, uh, Russ, we do have one more quick question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Fuller asked, uh, will booster shots be required? Um, good question. And no, um, in order for, according to California law, um, people are fully vaccinated when they have had two full 
um, doses of Pfizer or Moderna or one of the uh, Johnson and Johnson. And, and also for some international folks, I know there's been some questions on that front. Those um, those vaccines that are government approved from other countries, those will be accepted uh, as well on the vaccination cards. Okay. Excellent. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Great. Thank you, Russ, for clearing that up as well. And you guys, thank you so much. Looking forward to uh, hearing all the great news and, and seeing all the success out of Long Beach. Um, uh, what What's after Long Beach, guys? A nap. Celebration of the success. A cold beer and a nap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you guys have have other shows on the schedule, right? For for 2022. Okay, cool. So get over there to Impressions Expo and check all those out. And uh, yeah, afterwards, let's uh, let's see if we can grab you guys again and and get some updates and and see what's happening in 2022 as well. Sounds great. Awesome. Sounds great. See you guys in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Thank you guys very Sounds much. Good. All right. Thanks guys Bye. for having me. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I think that answered a lot of questions for a lot of folks. So that's, yeah. uh, I, yeah. I know it answered questions for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, I love that, you know, they were completely transparent too. I, you know, they weren't hiding anything. They, they gave us all the information. Um, you know, they're dealing with a lot of stuff that, you know, and, and the thing is, we kind of were joking with them before we had them on that this is a little bit fluid for them. And they said, yeah, that's a word. <laughs> right. You know, so, um, it, it's uh, really appreciate all the effort that they're putting in to make sure that they, they are able to pull off this show, but also to make sure that everybody's safe and, and that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're being responsible, too, as an industry. So um, appreciate all of that. All right, Terry. Well, gosh. Uh, We've got some ground to cover yet here, so <laughs> we uh, do. We're halfway through the show, so <laughs> halfway. Um, so let, let's hit a couple of quick news items, and then let's yeah. dive right into this. Yeah, a uh, couple of things. Uh, Graphics Pro uh, has a sublimation survey out there. So if you take their survey, uh, you're going to receive back the summary of the findings, which is always really interesting. So if you're a sublimator, jump out there and do that. Yeah. Uh, there's also a chance to win a $100 gift card uh, awesome. up on the stream. So any of our listeners uh, on the podcast, uh, yeah, we'll, just go we'll to our website. The show notes. Yeah, yeah, it'll yeah, be we'll in our show notes. show notes. Yeah. And also SNS Activewear uh, promotes Frank Myers to president and welcomes Christopher uh, Kudoski as CFO. And uh, they announced this strategic promotion of chief financial officer, chief operating officer, Frank Myers, to president of the company. And they announced the hiring of Christopher Kudoski uh, as well, beginning January now, 2022. And um, Aaron, what do you have? Yeah. Yeah. And I put your name by that because of the hard names to read. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, no, I, not a ton of other news. I found those things. But then for me, I just have a couple of Skills USA announcements. I know last year, <laughs> it seems so funny to say last year, last time we had a show about three weeks ago, um, <laughs> I talked about the fact that I am have been honored to become the new uh, technical committee chairman for the sublimation competition. So, uh, working hard on, on the skills USA stuff for this year. So I just had a couple of a quick notes from me. Um, so skills USA and, and the folks over at printing United are looking for a volunteer who will take on the national technical committee chairman role for the screen printing competition. So there, there's three competitions that printing United are, are involved with and I'm handling sublimation, but they're looking for somebody to take over the screen printing competition. So if 
you would like to volunteer and be involved in this great program that's going to help feed our industry, the not only the, the labor, but the young people that we need to keep this industry growing for a long time, uh, please do me a favor and reach out to either Ray Weiss uh, and at his email address, and it's in the comments there, and we'll get it onto our, our links, or Bill Pope. So those two gentlemen are kind of heading up. In fact, Bill's kind of the lead. So uh, his email address is bpope at printing.org. So uh, reach out to those guys if you uh, are interested in talking to them about the screen printing competition and, and being able to help and support that. Like I said, they need a technical committee chairman for that event. Um, and then from my side of things on the submission side, I'm going to be assembling my committee here, trying to get that done sometime this month. So if you would like to volunteer to be part of that, if you'll please reach out to me at Aaron at two regular guys.com uh, for the committee, there's really no requirement of travel or anything like that. You can help remotely. Uh, but I am looking for people who are also willing to come to the national competition and be judges. So, um, if that's a, potential for you please let me know any help that i can get i would really appreciate it it's going to be in atlanta this year june 23rd and the 24th um and then i'm also looking for companies and and sponsors and, and people who'd be willing to donate blank substrates and uh and equipment and things like that to, for decorating during the uh, competition and heat presses those kinds of things um you know, we'll, you'll certainly be featured as a supporting member and uh, which not not only helps you build, you know, your future customers, but it puts you in front of a lot of schools and, uh, you know, just those schools are always looking for new suppliers and, and supplies and things like that. So if you'll just reach out to me by email again, Aaron at two regular guys, we can discuss how to make it a win win for everybody. You know, I, I think this is a truly unique opportunity with kind of a, a little bit of a changing of the guard here. You know, I'm, I'm really open <laughs> and, uh, and pliable at this point. So, you know, if you, you think that um, you can come up with a win-win that, you know, for me, it's all about making sure these, these young people have the resources and the tools that they need to get into our industry and become that future. Right. You know, I, I want, you know, you've got people like uh, Jeff Fuller's son who uh, is 10 and making him embroidery hats right and patches and stuff like that um and and you know and so i want to just make sure that there's opportunities for for kids to get excited about our industry you know that the, the, there's not you have to kind of happen upon our industry a lot of times and um so if we can promote programs like skills usa we won't be having to worry about people happening upon our industry anymore yeah. so Anyhow. You know, and, and Aaron, I, let me add, uh, as a as a former judge uh, of this competition, it's lots of fun. It really yeah. is. It's yeah. it's so cool to see these uh, these high school kids and and the projects they're working on and their their take on the industry. It's it's really it's 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 kind of inspiring to uh, to be a part of it. So yeah, it, it is really inspiring. That's a great point, Terry. Thank you for for bringing that up. I uh, that's the reason I'm so passionate about this because it is really inspiring and like you said, it's a lot of fun. It's a great way to just you know, we, we all go to these trade shows and stuff like that, but be unable to hang out for a couple of days with your your fellow community members and and be around these young people, the the conversations and just the fun that you have and and all that stuff. It's uh, it's it's really cool. So, um, Tyler, appreciate that. Uh, Tyler says, hundred percent love bringing young minds into the community. So, Tyler, thank you so much for that. Uh, let's see here, what else do we got in the comments? 
Um, <laughs> Suzanne says Adam should be a speaker and do a class. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but, uh, and then Jeff, his dad says, yay, Adam, I'm lucky I'm able to help guide him through his journey. So very cool. Very nice. All right, Terry. Well, we've got still got lots of ground to cover, but you know what? We need a dad joke, right? I mean, we do. We, can't we do. Get into twenty twenty two without a dad joke. So, I've got a dad joke that uh, I, I think is going to be quite a groaner. So I'm just putting it out there now. <laughs> Are you ready, Terry? I'm ready. Let's hear it. Okay. Why can't drummers come back from retirement? I don't know. Why can't drummers come back from retirement? Because there will be repercussions. <laughs> that's pretty, uh, that's pretty i told good. you it was a groaner all right um, loving it. mine didn't make the cut eric's like oh boy your joke mm. <laughs> <laughs> i will mute your mic he said I, yeah, <laughs> all right before we dive in aaron halfway through the show yeah. uh we want to thank everybody for checking out the two regular guys podcast we are always looking for new guests so if you or anyone you know would like to join us go to calendly.com slash two the number two regular guys and uh, give us your show ideas if you are listening to the podcast version of our show, we would appreciate you sharing the two regular guys with all your industry friends right now so they can become regulators too. And we would appreciate reviews out there wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can give us a re review, it's really helpful to, uh, to me and Aaron and to Eric. And so uh, please take a moment to do that. And if you're watching us live right now, please join in with your comments and your questions. Yes, indeed. Join in for sure. Um, so for 2022 here, Terry, we are looking for sponsors here at Two Regular Guys. And uh, so if you or anybody you know would be interested in, in participating in the show and making sure that we can keep bringing this every week, uh, go over to tworegularguys.com forward slash sponsorship and you can see all the details. Yes, that's right, Terry. The two, the number two, regularguys.com. <laughs> um, so yes, please uh, please come and support us. We'd, we'd love to... Uh, share your company with the with the two regular guys community the the regulators so all right terry well should we do this because here's the deal we cannot go make this cannot be a two-parter we are booked up until march at this point with, with <laughs> I guests. Know. So, i know um, and uh and i've got some other folks that are talking to me about coming on the show so <laughs> so let's get into this terry let's first right. off you mentioned you know we first thing we do is go back to look at what uh what we look said last year and um so let's just start there 10 things we'd like to see in 2021 yeah. you were number one terry so what what did you say for number one there I said, I'd like to see maybe some regional concepts where we can still get out and kick the tires without putting anybody, anyone into danger. And, and, uh, and, you know, at the time, all the shows have been canceled and, and it did happen. We did have a few shows this year and, uh, and people did to get to go out and, you know, I was out speaking and I know you uh, as well. And same with Eric. So, yeah. so I guess it sort of kind of happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's sort of kind of, it certainly would be nice to continue to see that kind of grow, you know, new cities and new, you know, kind of ideas and thoughts. So, um, but yeah, there's definitely some cool stuff out there. So good. All right. I, I was number two. I'd say I'd like to see continued innovation and more user-friendly services that allow for personalizations on people's web stores. Um, so I said, I was currently looking at something that might fit that need, but not sure it's in the right hands to take it to the masses. Uh, yes, unfortunately I was correct. It was not in the right <laughs> hands. They, they just didn't quite get it. Um, not ready for prime time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there are some things out there. I think you got to dig a little bit, but I, and I think it's, it requires a little bit more kind of, 
I don't know, hand holding and, and work on the front end that maybe is, is going to, again, to get this to the masses to where people can, um, you know, really kind of have just like a, a, you know, put in place store that is at a, a price point and in that, that middle level, like I said, I know there's, there's ones out there. Um, but, uh, I'd love to see a little bit more on, on that. So, um, We'll leave it at that, Terry. How about that? Okay. <laughs> um, and then uh, for number three, Eric joined us last year and he said, I'd like to see more people adopt design thinking to apparel decoration and promotions. Design thinking being the attempt to understand the user, challenge assumptions, and redefine problems. So, uh, Eric, give us the thumbs up, thumbs down, middle. Where are we at with that? How do we do? Oh, we got a thumbs up. Thumbs up for the, (laughs) sorry, Eric, (laughs) you're in the background there. All right. Eric's a much deeper thinker than us uh, with his his ideas. Mainly because he's smarter and that's why we have him. But um, (laughs) all right, Terry. We got a a thumbs up for that too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My my next one was, I'd like to see more people become experts at what they do. And uh, and the the genesis of, of that was, so many people asking just the, the simplest questions online that I thought, you know, um, y- you need to do a little bit more work, a little bit more research uh, and, and not have somebody hold your hand through every step of the process. And and, I, and, and I'm going to say that this one we could have on here every year, but yeah. I will say and, and I'll give you an example. Uh, Equipment Zone has an F2100 um, uh, web page or uh, Facebook group. And there are a, a whole group of people who are sharing their experiences and then going in and answering questions for people. So I'm going to say, I'm going to give this a, a thumbs up that there are people that are becoming expert at what they do out, out in the industry. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and I think Terry, you know, the big part of that, right. You know, it's, it's totally fine to certainly we got to ask questions, but, but I think when you talk about becoming an expert, the only way to become an expert is to, to actually do it right. You got to put exactly. stuff into action. Okay, cool. And then, so instead of relying on everybody else to say, Oh, this is the way mm-hmm. I do it. And this is, you know, you have to set this up and make it work for you. You know, there's, there's not a magic bullet uh, out there. And, and I think that's what people are kind of looking for. They, they want to take the pressure off of themselves but mm-hmm. my, my point to that is, you know, just do it to take the action. You're going to learn from that experience. If you, if you believe nothing is a failure, only a learning experience, you'll never be a failure. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, right. <laughs> so. All right. So, uh, number five, Terry was for me, uh, I said, all of us starting to act like we are the big global industry that we are adopt an investment mentality and realize we are part of the soon to be $50 billion industry. Um, so yeah, I, I, I see that, right? I mean, as new people are, are coming on board, uh, you know, you still have a lot of this, you know, how do I get the cheapest possible thing? And then why doesn't it work? And this, this industry is terrible kind of thing. And it's like, ah, oh, okay. You kind of let, let those people go. Um, but I mean, the, the reality is we are part of this $50 billion a year industry and, and we need to act like it. We need to, you know, be professionals. We need to, you know, have, you know, get rid, get rid of the Yahoo email addresses, all that kind of stuff. And, <laughs> you know, cause when, when we're not, you know, what happens is we kind of leave a bad taste in the consumer's mouth, right. you know, a little bit, and that doesn't help anybody. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd give that a, a half, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we're getting there and we'll continue I, to I think so too. carry it's, that. It, 
it's a gradual process and, yeah, and yeah, always sure. will be because of the of the low entry expense to get into uh, yeah. into garment decorating i think yeah so. totally cool okay. all right what was number six terry uh, uh, eric was up next and he'd said uh, i'd like to see businesses of all sizes specialties and strengths in the industry um uh, seen as and working in a more integrative rather than exclusive way. What, what say you, Eric? We got the thumbs up there. Okay, good, good. And, and <laughs> I, I actually, the funny part is, Terry, when I was putting together my notes for this year, I did not read these ahead of time, these ones from last year. So um, I'm going to actually talk about... I'm going to actually talk about something similar to this here for, for one of mine this year. So just to giving it away a little bit. So I'd say we're, it, this is another work in progress as well. So let's see, let's see, we call that building on. So. Yeah. Building on, building on, building on. All right. Okay. Terry, was mine, mine was next. Uh, I'd like to see a broader range of garments available that are already pre-treated for DPG printing and absolutely happening. Uh, yeah. Sandmar certainly has come out with a line, uh, um, uh, RTP apparel, they have more products in their, their line. So yeah, they're, and, and I don't want to exclude anybody, but more and more companies are coming out with pre-treated garments and, uh, the experimenting we've done, uh, has been fairly positive. Uh, some of them excellent, some of them less than excellent, but <laughs> Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's the positive excellent. twist isn't it yeah. less than excellent less than excellent <laughs> that's like firing somebody you've been invited to leave <laughs> uh, yeah i i agree with you on that terry i i've actually um really enjoyed printing those those sandmar uh the what are they um shoot <laughs> i just lost they, they're uh, same with me district uh, yeah they're district, district. Yes, 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 yes thank you district <laughs> dtg shirts and and they've printed really well for me so thank you um all right terry let's see number that was number seven right so number eight um i'd like to see some new innovation and creative thinking out of the blank product space specifically garments um mm. <laughs> uh I'm going to go with a less than excellent there. How about that? <laughs> uh, you know, fact, I, I, I think a lot of folks were kind of sitting on their hands in 2021, yeah. Uh, yeah. just trying right. to, just trying to hold everything together. So yeah, yeah. I think and, we'll and give and them I get a pass. that to a certain extent, but yeah, and, and we'll give them a pass. But uh, again, uh, I apparently did needed to go read these first because I will be talking about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Terry, number nine. You didn't copy and paste, did you? <laughs> no, I, I seriously did not look at the old ones before I put mine in. So uh, maybe next year I'll be smarter, but that's okay. No, no, I mean, that's kind of part of this, right? Like you said, sure. we build on, we we uh, kind of say, okay, well, that didn't work. Let's try something new, right? We, we didn't fail. <laughs> we're, we're just uh, trying something new. All right, Terry, number right. nine. Okay, uh, my number nine was the industry could use a refresher course in customer service in 2021. I'm going to say this one could probably stay on here for, you know, ever as well. <laughs> I, I, I do think this, I think that some of the folks who didn't give great customer service may have fallen away in 2020. 2021. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, the, the strong survive in, in tough times. And so, uh, but I, I still... Uh, reiterate that it is so easy to return a phone call. It's so easy to respond to an email. And um, uh, just recently, someone was telling me they called um, three or four different companies about a piece of equipment, and only one of them called them back. Yeah. 
in, in tough times, you know, if somebody's calling you wanting to buy something, uh, really, you can't call them back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. too darn busy. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to no. say, I, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to get this one a negative. I've, okay. Yeah, this this right. didn't happen. <laughs> less than excellent. Okay. All right. <laughs> Far less than excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, last one from last year was uh, I said some sort of group organization or regular coming together of our industry as a whole to work in the spirit of raising the tide for everyone. Um, when we talked about that, we also, uh, you know, that kind of became a call out for me. Um, and so I'm going to give myself a less than excellent mark. Did not <laughs> pull that off. And I, I'm not sure 2022 is going to be the year for that either with, uh, with everything going on, but you know what, come meet me out at skills USA and uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. How about that? <laughs> there you go. That sounds awesome. Uh, All right. All right. Well, let's, let's get into 2022 here, Terry. <clears throat> okay. Uh, my number one, is it too easy and cheap just to say I'd like to see more trade shows happen this year? And, <laughs> and you know, um, so many of us want to get out there and, and touch and feel the new products. Aaron, there are so many new people in this industry now who have never had the opportunity to go to a trade show. And that's yeah. insane. I mean, yeah. uh, when, when we get out and have a, a really big show again, and maybe that's going to happen in, in Long Beach, yeah. uh, there are going to be so many new faces there. And and I, I, I those folks have really missed out. And and I, I hope that uh, that things will go in a direction where we can get back to normal air quote there for yep. podcast listeners <laughs> uh, with, with trade shows. So that, yeah. that's my hope for the year. So I guess we'll, uh, we'll judge this one by uh, how many shows happen as opposed to how many shows yep. Uh, yep. get canceled. Yep. And, so, and Terry, I know that, yeah. I, and I know that, you know, obviously a lot of that has to do with the situation and what's going on and, and, you know, people can only do so much, but here's the, um, you know, like you said, Terry, we have to get out to these in-person events somehow, some way, you know, no matter how good we get at the virtual experience, you know, and it was great to see so many people step up and so many people doing so much in that virtual space to add more education, to add more, you know, just, just strengthen our industry really. Um, but the people that then said, okay, I'm just going to rely on that. I think they're really missing the boat, right? I mean, I think that, um, and, and right. We do this virtually. We, we do a lot of virtual stuff here at two radio guys, my company, our success group, it's all online training and stuff like that. So again, I get all that, but I also know it's really important to get in front of people and have those face-to-face -face conversations to be able to, you know, in our industry, we've got to touch and feel the equipment, the garments, the blanks, the, you know, when you get this stuff and it shows up and you go, yeah, this isn't anything like what I was thinking it's going to be. That's what <laughs> right. your customers are dealing with too. So you got to figure yeah. out ways to, to make that happen. And, and, and again, let's, let's just get out to those shows and, and, it, uh, and see people. Yeah. Aaron, think, think about the live events we've done, especially like at the DAC show with those panels and, and yeah. uh, how, how awesome it was to get out in front of people to do the show and, and have people walk up to the microphone and talk to them in person. It's been, uh, th those, those were good times for sure. And I'm hope, hopefully uh, they are soon to be again. So. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, all right. Uh, for me, Terry, the next one here is uh, what I'd like to see in it, what printing United does in the garment and personalized product space. Um, and, and this is maybe not, and maybe I'm cheating here, just like maybe yours was a little too cheap and easy, but <laughs> we'll, we'll start off on the cheap and easy. Right. Um, so this is not necessarily something I'd like to see that I'm not seeing. 
Um, more of a hope to see what kind of comes from our industry's trade association. You know, I mean, I, I think we all still consider Printing United our, our industry trade association. And, um, you know, I just have concerns and that I'd like to see kind of squashed, right? <laughs> uh, you know, they've acquired a lot of things in the packaging and printing worlds and, you know, all that convergence and stuff like that. And I think there is a lot of positives that come out of that. But there's also a lot of opportunity for for those spaces to push out the garment space. You know, it, it just it, it it scares me. I guess is what I'm saying, Terry. So now, on the flip side of that, I know there are some fantastic people over there. You know, I can't name them all, but the people off the top of my head that I know that are going to be in our corner here, people like Amanda, Josh Carruth, um, Cassie Green. You know, they 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 get what's going on in our industry. So I'm, I'm really optimistic and um, just, I guess, more of a cautionary tale, Terry. Um, you know, it, like, it, like we talked about with some of the community stuff, if, if I'm calling people out or whatever, it's not necessarily that, but, you know, I'm happy to participate in any panels or support or do my part to make sure that we keep that representation in Printing United, you know, and, and I guess if I was going to take that one step further, I'd love to see some more representation from the sublimation and the embroidery side into, um, into the Printing United world. So, um, you know, Charlie just mentioned here, I think this is a great comment from Charlie Tobley. So it would be nice if Printing United started doing more with the textile screen printing side again. Um, you know, and, and again, we know that everybody's dealing with challenges, but, you know, like ThreadX, for example, you know, what, I haven't heard any new news on that. Maybe there is. So maybe we'll hear something about that now. <laughs> but and, and, yeah, that was a th three years th ThreadX happened. And uh -huh. but everybody that went to that, Aaron, it just took so much away from me. It was just yep. such a fantastic event where it was just we decorators and 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 uh with with some awesome seminars and get-togethers. And man, if they if Printing United could somehow uh revive that and maybe even make it part of Printing United and an extra day or something like that. It was just such a tremendous event and and you you, you went home from it uh you know energized. So yep, yep. uh I, I would love to see something like that happen again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I agree with you and, and Charlie. And like I said, I'm I'm happy to participate. So you know if, if anybody needs to reach out to me, please do and 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 we'll we'll see. But yes, let's let's get back to uh doing more with the textile screen printing side again. So um, excited about that. All right, Terry, what's next? Oh, did, did we lose you? Are you frozen? Terry may be frozen. So am I back? Oh, yeah, you're back now. There we <laughs> <Gosh>. go. <laughs> it might be on my end. My, uh, my internet uh, has been a little spotty the last couple of days. So, um, so this one, hopefully this doesn't sound too negative, but uh, I, I hope for next year, there are fewer snake oil, oil salesmen uh, in our industry. They're always going to be around, but I, I you know, when um, I, I just implore people, when you're buying new equipment or supplies or services, do your research, do your homework before you hand over a credit card, because, and Aaron, Aaron you know this, there, there are when somebody says to you, I just bought from XYZ company and in your inside of you, you're like, Oh my God, how much money did you give them? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, you, you cringe for them. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And, 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 uh, you know, or, or when they say I'm embarrassed to tell you who I bought from or what I bought, you know, and, and you already know what they're going to say. 
Um, everybody out there, please just do your homework. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, and like you said, it's it's not it's not rampant. It's not a it's no, not a it's, major it's issue. Just, but, just a sliver. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And and kind of like you were saying with uh, you know the customer service side of things, you know, fortunately those people do show themselves after time. And so they go away, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, they're, they're still around. So let's continue to, and, and us as an industry can do something about that. Right. Right. Terry, like you said, do the research, make sure that you're understanding be, be um, you know, take, take, take responsibility for your own business. Right. And, and by doing that, that means you got to do a little work. You got to take the actions. So um, it, it, it's definitely uh, good to, to bring that up, Terry. So thank you for that. Um, okay. So Ramona says, I agree with Terry, but once the deed is done, we don't want to <laughs> lick their wounds. We, we want to help them work with what they have until they can get different. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. And, and that, that totally is, is true. And so that's where, like I said, you cringe a little bit and then you go, okay, well, how can we help them out of this? Right. And here's and, what we have to work with. Here's what's okay. in front of us. And you know, Terry, I remember back when, when I was early on in the industry, there was some different things like that out there. You know, I, uh, it's, it's been long enough now, you know, the, you do that kind of thing. Right. The, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, you'd hear people go, Oh, I bought the, you do. And you'd go, Oh, sorry. But then you'd say, <laughs> okay, you know what? They're in the industry now. Now, now we can help them get to the right place. Right. So, um, yeah, that's good. All right. Uh, Eric says from the software world, if you are getting a 90% discount, that is a pirated copy. <laughs> You may lose your access when the shared serial number gets canceled and you won't get official support. So there you go. There, a, a forewarning from Eric who, who knows about software and lots of things. But um, <laughs> so that's all right, Terry. red flag, 90% discount. <laughs> <laughs> red flag. There you go. Um, perfect. All right. So for me, Terry, uh, less clicks. Um, you know, we're all decorators and I know that we all have our own communities that we like to kind of be part of and that's totally cool but again going back to that idea that we're part of this 50 billion dollar a year industry um you know we also need to think from inside of our communities <clears throat> how do we support the greater good and and this may go back to one of the things that eric had brought up last year um when he was talking about, I like to see businesses of all sizes, especially as in strengths in this industry, seen as working together in a more integrative rather than exclusive way. Right. I mean, so I guess for me, Terry, this is about, yeah, you know, I get it if you're part of the screen print community and, and that's your thing, but make sure that you're also thinking about how you can help the rest of the industry. You know, maybe you're somebody that's kind of looked down on hobbyists or something like that. You know, it, I'm not saying I know anybody like that specifically, but what I'm saying is we do have this tendency to kind of divide ourselves up in these little clicks a little bit. And I think we can all do ourselves a lot more if we say, okay, I love my community, but make sure that we're leaving the doors open to let other people in too. So what are your thoughts on that, Terry? Well, just like uh, just like being a regulator, because we have uh, listeners from all parts of the industry, all all technologies, uh, newbies. Uh, Charlie Tobley uh, was uh, commenting here. You're saying he's a ago. newbie. I'm saying that he is the opposite of a newbie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so uh, yeah, you know, 
get into communities like like the the two regular guys regulators and yep. where where there's a cross section of folks. So yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. And and yes, Charlie is not a newbie. Charlie will um, forget more about screen printing than I'll ever know. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he has great stories too. He does have great stories. Uh, all right, <laughs> we're just teasing Charlie. It's okay. <laughs> great right. stories and great shirts, Charlie. Yes, yes indeed. I can't all wait right. to see Charlie out there again soon. All right, go yeah, ahead, Terry. Absolutely. What's next? Uh, my next one is the shop checkup checklist. We, uh, you know, I, I was just thinking about this the other day when, when I talked to decorators. Um, you know, in a variety of areas and, and talk about their issues, I always have them walk step by step through their process so that I can pinpoint that thing they did further back that made them trip up. And I started thinking about it and I thought, you know, there are certain things from shop to shop that that everybody should uh, should maybe check on so that we're all on the same page when it comes to how we're we're producing our products. And I hope this makes sense. But but. Um, for instance, a, a screen printer, you know, you, you're checking your, your screen tension and, and checking your dryer for optimal curing without over curing. And, and there's like a checklist you could have in every part of our industry that every, every operator should take a look at and say, okay, now we're, now we're all on an even playing field. Uh, so yeah. now let's get your question answered. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. And and so I could even see a supplier, maybe maybe a screen print supplier, having a kit, a loaner kit, uh, with a, a tension meter and and uh, and some different items that that you could basically tune up your shop with. So then it's so much easier to figure out. Okay, now here's why you're having this issue with your underbase or whatever. So. Anyway, I think it would be kind of cool. And I don't know if that's me or or other people <laughs> okay. putting together this checklist, but Good. Uh, I'm writing this down, aren't you? I was just thinking <laughs> to myself, Terry, oh, I hope he's not going to hate me forever for, for this. But uh, is this something that should be coming out of terrycombs.com? <laughs> it, it probably should be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I, I agree. Like, you know, with, like you said, the, the suppliers should definitely be involved. And, and like you said, I do see that being something valuable for all of this, the segments, you know, they're, they're you know, maybe at ericcampbell.com. Uh, <laughs> he's just going to mute my mic here in a second. So By February right 1st, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no. He's, just, oh, he's saying no on this one already. Yeah. All right. All right. Good. All right. Well, let's move on before I make any more enemies here. Um, <laughs> Terry, uh, I'd like to see a USA made vacuum press, a 3D press, some people have called them. You know, I, I thought back, you know, 510, maybe not even that long ago. There was some interesting stuff happening in that 3D sublimation world, um, and 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 then you know the, the economy changed a little bit, and then obviously into the pandemic years and stuff like that, and people stopped buying as many cell phone cases. I think cell phone cases were one of the things really driving that 3D vacuum press market. Um, but there was other things and, and they kind of seem to die as from my perspective, I, I don't hear a whole lot about that anymore. Um, and, and honestly, I think the only way to resurrect that is to really improve the quality of the presses. Um, I've got a couple of vacuum presses and you have to have like three or four of them just to make sure that you've got <laughs> what you need to keep them running. And they're just not very consistent, you know, from the heating and all that other stuff. So, um, you know, and they are what they are though. They're imported, they're fairly inexpensive. So, you know, maybe there's a, a U.S. manufacturer out there that 
that thinks that this might be a worthwhile endeavor. I know there were some folks over there in Europe that um, put together uh, a machine for a little while. Uh, I'm not sure how it took off. It was uh, Technotape, I believe was the name of the company. I may have that wrong off the top of my head, but um, yeah, so I, I think there's some I, I think there's some cool opportunities to get a little more depth into the sublimation world, you know, so not just round stuff, not just flat stuff, but let's see if we can decorate some things that have some curves to it. You know, uh, it's funny, Aaron, when I read this, uh, when you put this into the notes, I thought, yeah. oh, I remember several years ago, you taking me to a, a booth at a trade show yeah. to show this to me and, yeah. and talking about, man, this is, this is the future. This is going to be so cool. Yeah. And, and, and when I read, it, I thought, I don't remember seeing that at a trade show for years now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. A, like I said, it, there lots of factors seem to come together to kind of kill it a little bit, but I don't think it necessarily has to be dead. I, I think there are some cool opportunities for people and there may be people doing some stuff with the current vacuum presses out there. I just, I'd like to, you know, and maybe it doesn't have to be USA made, but uh, it certainly need a heck of a lot better quality and, um, you know, consistency out of the products. Because even now, you know, like I said, I've got one of those vacuum presses here and you ruin so many freaking blanks. You know, your spoilage rate is through the roof just because it's not not great. So, um, yeah. So, all right. Let's see here, Terry. That's um, very interesting. Yeah, thanks. Um, let me just make sure we caught all the comments here real quick before we move on. Um, uh, I did see that Charlie, uh, Charlie Tobleep said, uh, he's writing a book about his years in the industry. That yeah. will be very, very interesting. Yep. Um, That'll be a, a book worth reading right there. Yeah, for sure. We, we've certainly he heard many great stories from Charlie over the years yeah. on, on this show. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and it'll be fun to go back and read those stories without us being in the way of trying to, <laughs> of talking over him, you know? So, <laughs> um, and then Jeff Fuller said, I've never heard of a vacuum press. Yeah. So check that out. 3D there it is. press is probably what most people actually call it, but in reality it's a vacuum press. So it's a basically heater that then also has suction in it to uh, get, get you the pressure that you need to make things that have curves on them. Um, and then uh, Margaret says, I'd love to have a small sublimation printer for many projects. Um, yeah, I think that's worthwhile, Margaret. Uh, check out the Epson F170 if you're looking for a small, dedicated sublimation printer. All right, Terry, what's next on your list here, sir? Okay, um, mine's kind of back to trade shows again. I would love to see uh, more panel discussions like in the old days of trade shows. When I was an early decorator, I loved to go to those sessions where there were four or five or six experts up there and taking questions from the audience, or they'd have a moderator who, who would have yeah. questions and, and just to listen to people with years of experience in the industry, talk about different, different, uh, you know, technologies and techniques. And, and I, you don't, you know, you see a little bit of it uh, at the shows, but, but not like it used to be. And I just would love to get back to that. I think it would be, um, I think that that audiences would get a, a ton out of having five people up there on the stage that would probably, you know, 150 years combined, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, history in the industry. So something like, you know, we did so, something similar at the DAC show a couple of years ago, Aaron. And anyway, I'd like to see. Uh, and, and you know what, if, if this is uh, going to be another COVID year, it's the kind of thing you could do as a Zoom meeting as well. So, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see more of that. No, I agree. I think a, a good panel discussion is is good. You know, and like you said, there, there are some of them, but not like that was in the old days. Yeah, I, I remember that for sure when when I was 
first getting in the industry, there was quite a few of those. And, and like I said, you just get such a, a cool representation. You know, you get an opportunity to hear the take from many different people. You know, I had an opportunity to do a, a panel with a couple of sublimation experts at the uh, APA a couple of years back. And, and that was really cool. Um, you know, I was sitting next to Jimmy Lamb, but other than that, it was it worked out pretty good. Um, Did you get to talk? <laughs> I, I had to actually like tell him to like cut his mic a couple. No, it was, <laughs> no, it, it was, it was good. It was fun to, uh, to do that. And we, you know, even dipping mugs came up. So, uh, that's a whole, Oh, <laughs> that, that's what you got to talk. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, uh, Eric says, love the panel that Madeira has Jeff and I do at impressions had that in Fort Worth and doing it again in long beach. So that's pretty cool check that out and then christine says i want to get some panel discussions going uh diversity and women's issue going at the show is one of my goals for 2022 and beyond so there you go christine putting out those goals and that's how that's how you make goals happen you put them out there in the into the world all right terry well let's uh keep moving here i know we're into bonus time but we'll we'll get there i think we can pull this off today i think we're doing good yeah um <laughs> So uh, I, next thing I'd like to see is, is for more people to embrace the power of the mastermind. We've had some people on this program before, uh, Kylene and Missy, talking about their mastermind experiences. And, and what I'm talking about here, Terry, is, is a, a real mastermind. There, there is a very specific formula that's been proven over and over again for, for making these work. Um, in fact, this formula goes all the way back to the times of like people like Andrew Carnegie and kind of the founding, <laughs> getting into those, you know, really rich people that <laughs> were part of America's kind of growth. Um, so I, I see so many kind of so-called masterminds pop up and it's a lot of times they're just more of a, a tribe or a social gathering with a little, little teaching. Um, a real mastermind is all about accountability, uh, kind of working with a limited number of people in a very specific format where the time is kept and there's an agenda to here to, um, like I said, this is a, a well-proven formula, you know, and, and I don't bring this up, Terry, just because I run masterminds, I, I because I do believe in this so much, I, I do run masterminds, but I'd like to see, you know, just people kind of embrace that a little bit more and make it be, you know, a more common thing in their industry. I know, like, for example, I have my own mastermind group that I'm a part of to help me as well. And it, I, I meet with them every two weeks, probably one of the most valuable hour, hour and a half, depending on what the, the program is uh, that, that I have during the course of, of those two weeks. And so it's just invaluable to me. And, um, and, and, you know, we've heard from the folks that joined us to talk about that mastermind. And I know that the people that I get to work with in the mastermind groups, it literally changes their business. You know, we've had people that uh, have increased their business by 158% in the course of a year do, and, and they give a lot of that credit to working with, with the mastermind. So I just want to see more people open to that concept and, and be willing to play full out. Sometimes it gets to be kind of a little bit of a People look at it as kind of a wooey experience. You know, you really have to kind of play full out. But um, I, I think that uh, if you're if you can swallow that ego and 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 really be open to it, it can be hugely valuable to you. So, well, and, and you know, Aaron, the opportunity to have a conversation with someone, so many people who own businesses, they don't have a peer group or or yeah. somebody to to 
you know, just, just to verbalize, uh, yeah. about their business and, 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 uh, someone to, to share ideas with. So I, I agree yeah. with you hundred yeah. uh, percent when I've been involved in groups like this in the past, been hugely, uh, you know, worth that, that time commitment to, to do it then, you know, uh, a thousand times back to you. So, yeah, well, you know, and, and the, people that understand this and, and use this, uh, you know, like I said, I run some mastermind groups, but I'm also, um, have been asked to be a lead of, uh, some mastermind groups that Jack Canfield runs. He's got a program called momentum masterminds. And, and, uh, he's asked me to lead some of their breakout rooms uh, with a number of other leaders and stuff like that. And these people, not only is they, they see the time that, um, is, is worthwhile, um, this particular mastermind group, people are paying 10 grand to be part of this thing for, for a year. So, you know, it, it's uh, obviously there's some investment of time, but there might be some investment of money. But the reason why people see this is they, they see what that's going to bring for them, how that's going to change their business and change their life. And so I'm not saying you have to go out and spend 10 grand on it, but I'm just saying look for something that looks like a, a real mastermind. And the things that Terry was talking about is massive part of that value. Um, but you know, just make sure that it also has all of the other parts and pieces that come with that, you know, it's that accountability, that structure, um, you know, like I said, there, there's a very specific formula that I've spent some time learning that, um, when I've done seen or been part of things that don't work in that format, you might be wasting your time. So, all right. Very good. Sorry. I, I, I could talk on that forever. I know we don't have that kind of time. So. <laughs> all right. Number nine. Um, uh, side hustle guides. And and what do I mean by that? Uh, you know, I, I talked about before, uh, I wasn't last year, but I believe the year before I talked about how, how distributors, um, you know, companies that sell equipment supplies should come up with packages for people who want to do a side hustle, yeah. because that's how so many of us go from crafter to full-time decorator, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and, um, but there's another part to it. Uh, you've got a regular full-time job. You've got, let's say 10 hours to give to your side hustle every week. Yeah. And you know, you know, people are going to do more than that, but, but I've got this finite amount of time that I can spend on this. So we could have guys in every area of, of our industry talking about here's what you should attempt and here's what you should avoid to make the most out of your limited hours and minutes. And, yeah. and what I'm talking about is a focus niched, a focus, product line, a focus technology. Here's what I do with my, with my 10 hours or 20 hours of time. Uh, and, and maybe if you're a screen printer, maybe you just focus on one and two color jobs or, or, you know, if, if you are some other type of decorator, these are the, the only garments I do because you, if you try to be everything to everybody in your side hustle, you're going to be spending all your 10 to 20 hours learning how to do that thing, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah. get focused. And I think that, that it's an opportunity for some folks out there to kind of lay out a little guide for, uh, for doing this as, as a screen printer, as a, as a sublimator, as an embroiderer, as a, you know, uh, direct to garment decorator, uh, as a DTF decorator. So yeah, I like uh, it. That's cool. Yeah. I, that right up my alley for sure too. And, and I know right up your alley as well. So we may have to tag ourselves on that one but uh yeah, but yeah. And eric we'll go let's go ahead and tag eric uh yeah, eric, eric march 1st please by january you can have 15th, yours put together eric, yeah um, 
Well, I'm getting the head shake. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I really do. I think that's a really cool thing because, you know, in our success group, we talk a lot about that, right? It, when you try to be all things to everybody, you end up being nothing to nobody. That's the the saying that we have. And, yeah. and, and the reality is when you have limited time, you have to be focused. And, and so that guide to say, okay, here's what the folks, yeah, stay away from, you know, I'm trying to think like, you see people put together all these cool projects and do all these cool things. And that's great when you're a crafter and there's no timeline and you're not trying to make money yeah. on it. You're but an artist. When, <laughs> yeah. When you're an artist and that, that's totally fine if that's where you want to be. But if you need to make this a business, right, you, you want to get out of that career, you, you need to move on, you know, you see the writing on the wall, whatever the case may be for you. Um, it, unfortunately that, that art, artist part and that crafting part, you have to find that balance between, okay, I have to get paid for that time now. <laughs> and, and so it becomes really important to, to have that guide. I, I right. love that. Terry. And, and if you're focused, you, you can spend more time producing and less time learning a new craft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. <laughs> time is money. All right, Terry. Right. Well, let's, let's wrap this up with number 10 here. And um, so number 10 for me is disruption of the distributor model, uh, especially as it, it pertains to blank garments. Um, so as I was writing this down, Terry, I did find myself kind of going back and forth between disruption or change or, or whatever. But unfortunately, I kind of landed on the fact that, I don't know, I kind of feel like the distributors may have already squandered their chance here. Um, from the outside looking in and both from not only my vantage point, you know, I've reached out, but talking to some other people that have kind of reached out to say, Hey, I get it. You know, yes, COVID, we all get it. Right. We've been talking about it for two years now. Um, but what are you doing to change? You know, what, what are you doing to, um, help me, the customer? And, um, you know, some of these customers have talked to them are not small by any stretch of the imagination. And unfortunately, they just seem to value profits over customer relations. And, and again, profit's not a dirty word, but you're not going to have those profits if you have also, you know, just penny pinched all of your customers to death. You know, things like, um, you know, all the additional shipping costs because your warehouses don't have a good mix of, of products out there and stuff like that. So. Um, I know I'm kind of being a little bit tough here, and this goes back to what what I had said. I'm trying to find it here. Um, the uh, where, where was that one? Uh, I'd like to see some new innovations and creative thinking out of the blank product space that I said last year. <laughs> I, I guess I'm just going to be a little more harsh about it this year. <laughs> we need some changes, and we need some changes drastically. I'd love it for the distributors to step up and do it. But so far, it seems like most of the conversation has been about why it's happening. I think we all understand why it's happening. Um, we also all understand that um, they're, they're, this is a, a new normal. You know, <laughs> things have to change. And, and, you know, who knows when there might be something. I mean, obviously, we're going through it again right now. So is this right. going to cause another? And this is just going to keep happening over and over again. Um, so I, I guess for me, what I'm asking for is I want somebody to come uh, tell me about a solution that they're working on. Uh, what, what's the solution to fixing these problems? Um, you know, it, how are you not taking your problems and making them your customers' problems? And, and so that's why I said disruption. I think somebody's going to have to be willing to uh, sacrifice a little of their profits to figure this out. Um, so, Very good. 
All right. Okay. So we did it. I, did I make everybody mad or if we get everybody tuned out now, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, hey, okay. hey, sometimes we have to be frank, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and I, again, I'm always open and willing to listen, discuss. One of my strengths is as a problem solver. So, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not just throwing all these things out there and, and washing my hands of it. I, I, I want to be part of, of the answers too. So um, you can always reach me at Aaron at two regular guys.com. And uh, if you need to reach Terry, I'm happy to forward things along to him as well. So <laughs> Number two. Uh, yeah. Number two. All right, Terry. Yes. Thank you very much, sir. Very good. What hey, do you, you as well. What do you, Oh, let's make sure we get uh Ramona's got a comment here that I don't want to miss. Uh, Ramona says, years ago when I worked in the, the corporate world, we used to say you can blame the guy that just left for six months. Uh, anything that goes wrong. The industry has two years to blame COVID. It's time to fix it and stop the blame game. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> we get it. It's it's, well, it's been there. You, it's not going it's, anywhere. It's turned into a joke. I mean, it's like, oh, you know, why didn't that shipment come? Well, it's always, oh, COVID. It's yeah. <laughs> anything that's gone wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. She's right. <laughs> um, all, all right, right Terry. Well, what, what do you have uh, coming up here, sir? Okay, uh, January 22nd, which is soon. Uh, everything you hear about DTG printing on the internet is wrong. I'm going to be presenting that at Impressions Expo, as, as was mentioned earlier, uh, in Long Beach, California. Uh, my next complete screen printing business course at Workhorse Products here in Phoenix is February 19th and 20th. Uh, that class is filling up. Uh, Febru February 25th, specialty inks and how to use them properly at the DAC show in Kansas City. Uh, later that day, why is getting in uh, getting started in DTG printing so confusing? <laughs> also at the DAC show in Kansas City. Uh, my upcoming screen printing class at Atlas Screen Supply in Chicago will be March 5th through 6th. And all my upcoming 2022 screen printing classes are on my website, which is terrycombs.com. How about awesome. you, Aaron? Check that stuff out over there at terrycombs.com. If I answer the question, why is getting started in DTG printing so confusing? Does that mean I get a passing grade? It does. Okay. It right. I'll, I'll print your shirt. Okay, good. I'll, Just I'll what you need. <laughs> <laughs> One more shirt. I actually shipped shirts to you that I didn't need. You did. So. <laughs> Thank you very much. A couple of coffee mugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so Terry, for me, coming up at 1130 Central Time uh, in... <laughs> Uh, like 10 minutes, tw 12 sure. minutes. Um, Eric and I will be doing the half and it's a wide open 30 minute Q and a session, no scripts, no outlines, just answering listeners questions. Um, it is the one time in Eric and I's life that we are done at 30 minutes, no bonus time like today here. And so you can tune into that at liveosg.com, or you can check it out at facebook.com forward slash our success group pro while at Facebook or YouTube, which is where liveosg.com takes you, uh, make sure you're also searching for Eric, E-R-I-C-H, Campbell.com, or not .com, just Eric Campbell, search for Eric Campbell, and make sure that you're subscribing and liking and mashing the, the like button, whatever the, the kids say these days, right? Is that <laughs> how that goes? Uh, so yeah, just make sure you're checking that out. Tune in over there in uh, yes, we are now down to 11 minutes. So I'll try to wrap this up. Um, <laughs> Dax, Kansas City, which Terry already mentioned, uh, myself and Eric will be there as well. And uh, so that's February 26th through or 25th through the 26th. And Eric actually is doing a workshop on the 24th, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, and then also Dax, Chicago land. It's the same same format, same timing and all that stuff. Um, so I have two seminars at both those shows. 
on Friday, I'm going to be doing a workshop um, and uh, content creation for the modern world, your front door, your online presence. Um, I think we've actually changed the title of that to make it fit in the space, but <laughs> um, I'll, I'll verify that here in a second. But it, it basically what it boils down to, Terry, is we're doing a half day workshop um, about content creation, tips to do it, um, all sorts of not only like the actual equipment and stuff like that. We're going to have set up there to, to show you kind of what we, I've got right in front of me right here. And um, so we'll, we'll show you all that, but we'll also talk to you about creating a story and finding your ideal customers. And, and so just giving you the whole scope of it. Um, and you're even going to walk out of there with your very own recorded version of an elevator pitch that you can just post right onto your website. And uh, so you're going to, we're basically helping you upgrade your digital front door and making it more of an open concourse theater that everybody wants to come into. So <laughs> that's happening. And then on Saturday, I'm, I'm teaching three pricing strategies to avoid and what to do instead. I won't just leave you with the negatives. I will give you what you should be doing, your pricing strategy. Uh, so that's happening at DAX, both at Chicago and Kansas City. Um, also just recently announced, still getting all the, the details together. So I don't have it all here yet, but got a pretty good idea. Um, myself and my wife, Kylene Montgomery, if you guys haven't met her, you need to, because she is amazing. Um, we are both presenting seminars at a new event, uh, not necessarily a new event, new event for us called everything embroidery market. And uh, it's happening in Chattanooga, Tennessee on, uh, April 28th through April 30th. And uh, we're actually presenting uh, five different workshops there. Uh, Kylie and I are doing one together. Kylie's doing one on her own, and I've got three others. So uh, we'll get more details as we get a little closer to that. Um, but uh, we'd love to meet everybody out there in Chattanooga. So that is happening. And then uh, I mentioned last year, <laughs> last show we had, that I am emceeing the Start Here Academy that's taking place out in Charlotte at the Graphics Pro on September 16th. So uh, I know that's a little ways out yet here, but uh, start making those plans. Southwest has a really great uh, sale going on right now uh, on, I don't know if it's to Charlotte, but uh, today is the last day for their $39 deal. So book a trip to Charlotte for uh, September 16th at the Graphics Pro Expo there. They start here Academy. So that's what I've got. Uh, Eric, uh, it's got some stuff coming up here, Terry. Would you uh, mind sharing yeah, those absolutely. details real quick? Absolutely. You can join Eric uh, on his show at 2.30 Mountain Time. Uh, the Take Up today is episode 97. The AB, excuse me, the ABCs of machine embroidery, drills, and directed practice. All about sharpening core skills and how to create your own uh, directed practice and sampling routines. Head over to ericcampbell.com and click on the Take Up tab at the top of the playlist. Er Eric will... Uh, be doing multiple sessions at the Impressions Expo in Long Beach. So go to impressionsexpo.com to get registered. And that is just a couple of weeks away. Um, and let's see, let's, he's doing some classes on everything from small run patch workshops uh, on let's, small run patches, a workshop on Thursday to font creation, embroidery editing, and a Q&A panel on Friday and Saturday. And again, that's at impressionsexpo.com. And Eric also has two classes at the DAC shows, uh, one for advanced editing and a longer half-day workshop for beginner digitizing to get up to speed with their first design and go to DAC's show, singular, DAC's show.com. 
Awesome. Excellent. So check all that out. We can't wait to see you guys back out there. Uh, so great to uh, have have Eric doing all these classes out there. And uh, so great to have you back out on the road, Terry. I'm glad to see Terry's big book of travel. Um, not being so lonely. I know. <laughs> not so much eraser, erasing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the eraser marks are gone. And uh, so we get to see the cocktails and air, airline wing uh, pictures again on Terry's. Exactly. So um, <laughs> looking forward to it. All right, Terry. Well, great job today. We've come to the close of another show uh, starting off 2022 with a bang here. I really appreciate Russ and Jamar for spending some time with us helping to dispel those myths. So excited to hear everybody's experience out there in Long Beach. You go to impressionsexpo.com and get signed up for that and be out there in Long Beach. Um, so Terry will give us the full recap after that is done and, and Eric will as well. So um, yeah, Terry, great, great show yeah. today, sir. Absolutely. You as well. And we want to thank our show producer, Eric Kimball, for keeping the mics on, the wheels turning. And sorry, I committed you, Eric, to all those uh, upcoming things, but those uh, those <laughs> dates are set in stone. Yes, they, they are now recorded. They're on the internet. They're never going away. Um, <laughs> but yes, thank you very much, Eric. We appreciate it. So next week, Terry, like, like we said, we are booked into March right now with guests. So we've got some great stuff coming up here. But next week, we'll be talking to Austin Calwell, and he's going to be uh, sharing things about like mental health in our industry and, and, and just the apparel industry. Uh, he's a, a screen printer and, and very involved in, in the industry. Um, I've not had a chance to meet Austin yet, but uh, he comes uh, very highly recommended and, and sounds like we're going to have a great time, Terry. So I'm really looking forward to it. Fantastic. Me as well. But until then, I'm Terry Combs. He's Aaron Montgomery. And we are the two regular guys. Here we go. We're out! <laughs> awesome. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com. You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash tworegularguys, or send us a tweet, twitter.com slash tworegularguys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, tworegularguys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week.